Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Daily Thread. We have some stories for you, so thank you so much. Thank you so much for, for tuning in. Okay, so Abba, the first story I want to jump into is a very, very interesting one. Uh, it's one that I think is going to cause a lot of conversation. This is reportedly uh, by the Tampa Bay Times. It's tampabay.com. So we discussed, I think, previously that in Florida, the government is giving out, local government is giving out $8,000 tuition vouchers. So you send your child to a private school, right? You will get an eight thousand uh, dollar voucher for tuition. So the story that we're going to discuss today is about private schools charging eight thousand dollars more in tuition to make a, I don't even not even to make up for the loss because they're getting that money anyways. But they're they know that the parents aren't paying that eight thousand and they're getting a voucher. Okay, so it says here the big story: Florida lawmakers said the purpose behind their push to make all school children eligible for state paid education vouchers was to provide them with as many options as possible. They rejected suggestions to, pre- to prevent schools from making large budget boosting tuition increases, saying the state should not control private school operations. Critics predicted that at least some of the schools would charge more, benefiting families uh, benefiting families that were paying anyway while possibly charging more than others could afford. It didn't take long for an example to emerge. Okay, so there are private schools reportedly Christian schools, maybe even some yeshivas that are charging more, right? So let's say tuition is $15,000 there and an $8,000 voucher is being given to the parent. Um, that school will say, hey, listen, tuition this year is going to be $23,000. Um, what do you think about that? So there's, so, so what you're saying is that from Jews are being squeezed. That's the uh, gist of what they think you're trying to say. Uh, well, I don't know if it's from no, Jews. I think it's also, I think it's also Catholic Jews. I mean, I mean it's also Catholic. I'm not, I don't. Well, I I happen to uh, not now, but uh, we ha- I had a bank manager here in the five towns uh, that I was friendly with a few years ago. He sent his kids to Catholic school. Tuition is like two thousand dollars per kid. Yeshiva tuition uh, really is uh, the Achilles heel uh, of Jewish life. You know. No, but I'm saying. It, what does the person want in life? The person wants in life. They want to have. They want. They want to have a nice family. They want to watch their children grow. Uh, uh, you know, into become teenagers, into adulthood. But there's a unfortunately there's a big obstacle that a lot of parents can't. Uh, they don't don't have a lot of dire existence. Have to consider how many kids they're going to have by whether whether they can afford the tuition or not. You know, it's not so precious. So 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 that it ends after 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 your rent or your or your mortgage. So you're telling me that you think it's not nice and it shouldn't be done for a school to take advantage of the new of the new state law, which you know give them the ability to charge more, well, I guess. Without if what is if what is taking place in Florida is what you are suggesting that because families are giving uh, being giving being given eight thousand dollars of relief, and if their tuition was let's say fifteen thousand dollars, and they're getting eight thousand dollars from state of florida so the tuition is only now seven thousand per kid now you're telling me it's staying at fifteen thousand and the tuition is going up to twenty three thousand that's what you're saying right what i'm saying is that there it seems like there are schools that are or schools or yeshivas that are going to be taking advantage of this law and they're going to be charging more tuition because they are getting they have the ability to get that money without squeezing the parents but the parents aren't getting the relief then Meaning the tuition is no longer going to be squeezing the parents. All I'm saying is that from life, 
it almost is identified by how much you squeezed financially when it comes to food. Didn't we discuss food a few weeks ago? But that's how the whole world going up on kosher food. It's, that's, but that's all food. That's not just kosher food. Uh, but no, kosher food's going up especially high, and especially before Yantif, especially before Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot and Pesach. Everything uh, gets uh, what they call price gouged. What was Shmur Matzah this year? 40, 40 something dollars a pound? Something like that? So, so I, I listen. It's, it's a $3 item. Hopefully it's not, hopefully it's not, you know, I mean, I, I, this, is what, this is what's being reported. If there are yeshivas that are you're suggesting, it's not about what I'm suggesting. It's about what I'm reading online. Like this is this is what's being reported that there are some private schools that are going to be taking advantage and going ahead and saying, "Hey, listen, the parents paid last year fifteen thousand dollars for their kid. This year they're going to get an eight thousand dollar voucher and going to be able to pay significantly less. Why should like they don't need to pay less? Let's just let's let's us make more. You know, we could charge more uh, this year. So okay, that's not right." That's not right, because what is the intent of the government? To the intent is to give relief and to give more options. It's, it's to give more options to parents. They're not getting it. They're not getting that. But the parents are not getting that. Parents are going to... But again, but a yeshiva, a yeshiva could think, a yeshiva could think, listen, you paid it last year. You're sending your kids here anyways. So let's just charge it. Um, I understand. I understand what you're saying. Um, okay, let's see what the... I know what you think. Uh, you know what I say. I don't. Whoa. I. I'm not. I don't think. I'm not defending that decision. I again. I. I agree with what you said prior. Um. I think it's 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 awful that you know it's currently our Achilles heel. I know there's been a lot of conversations about finding ways to lower tuition costs and finding ways to make Jewish life more affordable. It's extremely expensive. Um. It's it's really expensive. You know, some communities will have tuition that's what sixteen, seventeen thousand, twenty thousand for a kid. I get it. There are good schools. It's thirty, forty thousand, forty thousand dollars tuitions. But those are more. Those are more of the modern Orthodox. Sitting right now. Well, those are modern. Those are the modern Orthodox schools. Well, why does that cost more all of a sudden? Why? I don't know. You tell me. And it much right? You tell me. I don't want. Oh, second. If you pay, you pay a higher price. You get a better education. You think? Yeah. Probably. Everyone should be getting an equal education. I don't know. It's not, it's not communism. It's not socialism. There are some schools better than others. Nicer facilities. Maybe have nicer buildings. Maybe have better quality teachers. Maybe have better food for lunch. I don't know. Well, wouldn't you think that a, wouldn't you think that a, wouldn't you think that $40,000 tuition, those teachers are getting paid more than the school that has, you know, a $15,000 tuition? Absolutely. So, so, so that, that might equal to better teachers. So, um, so hopefully, hopefully, coming out of Florida, hopefully that's that's not the truth. We don't want to take it. Oh, listen, us government should get involved. Make sure that the parent body us are uh, get involved. Us uh, take care of us By the way, whoa, well, I don't think so. I think us government do a lot for for Jewish communities. I think us government do a lot for Jewish communities. Then they wouldn't. Then they wouldn't be, uh, you know, hiring a tuition like that in Florida. Somebody who should take someone has to take a stand. And say they make the policy. Make up people that respect the people that the community respects should uh, make a policy that there's eight thousand dollars subsidy from the state of Florida, and tuition cannot be increased except for whatever it's increased every year, two percent, five percent, whatever it is, to deal with the cost of uh, whatever kind of education that's being dispensed and so on and so forth. 
That's all, isn't it? Uh, someone told me, um, yeah, I don't want to get to too much into too much sidetracked, but uh, there's a, there's a, um, there's a school opening up for dyslexic kids, Shiva, for kids that have trouble with dyslexia, okay? Great. There are already existing schools, Jewish schools, but the tuition is between eighty and a hundred thousand dollars a year. No school. Are you serious? Does insurance cover some of that? Uh, maybe some, but maybe a small part of it. Well, you take something like um, here on Long Island, where I'm speaking to you from, and probably where you're sitting in Rockland County. A child, regardless of what kind of school he goes to, is entitled to uh, education, whether he goes to public school or private school. That's what this whole thing is about with Florida. You know, you pay taxes, a large part of your real estate taxes go towards education, but because you send your kids to private school, you don't have the opportunity to benefit from uh, uh, that money. You're you're paying taxes, and you're also paying out-of-pocket children's expenses. So someone told me from the Lawrence uh, District School Board that the public school here in the five towns will give free education uh, for a kid that has a, a disability like dyslexia. But we don't want our kids in public school, though. Up. And that's exactly the problem. I said to the guy who called me, so what is the issue? You know, a family has a, it's a big burden for the average family to spend eighty to $100,000. dollars. It's, it's not. A, it's not. A, it's not. A, it's not a burden. It's. It's impossible for many. You see, a child is born with this uh, uh, this reading disability, whatever you, however you want to categorize it. Uh, they it could be it could be they could learn to deal with it usually by the fourth grade, by the fifth grade deal with it, and then be mainstreamed into a regular school. So it's not something that they have to uh, deal with and pay for through high school and through college and so on and so forth. It's something that could be addressed professionally. But we walk around; we don't want to be known as having sent our kid to public school. You disagree with that? Um. Well, yep. let's say it's a family with uh, four or eight kids, okay, and a couple of kids may have this problem. Maybe it's a stickle hereditary for some reason, and a couple of kids have it. What should they do? Pay half a million dollars in tuition? Because they don't, I mean, you, you, you not go to public school because you're a bad kid, you know, not, you go to, you go to public school because they're providing you with educational services that you are legally and properly entitled to. You well, no, I'm sure there are many from kids in the public school system for those reasons. You know, because either they can't afford the tuition prices or they can special education. Yeah, these kids. I think those kids with more severe disabilities. You're right, uh, but I think they mostly go to schools and they they're subsubsidized by by the state education department. York, and I'm sure it's the same in other states as well. Children are entitled to. An education paid for by tax dollars. But we don't take advantage of it, and we get a double whammy. We pay the taxes, which are high, and we pay for the yeshiva tuition, which, as we just established a minute ago, is also high. Anyway, what else you want to talk about? Next subject. Yeah, well, the list of Republican presidential candidates who made it, who are going to be making to the Wednesday's debate stage. Ron DeSantis, Vivek Ramswamy, Senator Tim Scott, Nikki Haley, Asa Hutchinson, Mike Pence, Doug Burgum, Chris Christie. Do you know who I did not mention? Yes. 
I did not mention Donald J. Trump because Donald J. Trump said he is not joining a debate stage. He's not joining the Fox News debate. He's not doing it. He instead, he instead will be live on Twitter with Tucker Carlson. So that is a dig at Fox News by Tucker. And it's also a dig at the MSM from Donald Trump. I mean, who's going to be watching that Republican debate between all those people who maybe altogether uh, have a 8% uh, voting poll right now? It's tomorrow night, right? It's Wednesday night. So yeah. uh, I'm thinking I, I would ordinarily think of it. You know, I, I heard the moderators from Fox News, Brett Baer and Martha McCallum, said that they prepared two different sets of questions. One set if Trump is there, and one set if Trump isn't there. Because he is the centerpiece, he's the focal point of the entire show, so to speak. And right. it's, a big, uh, it's a big slap in the face uh, to Fox, because the ratings are going to suffer, because Trump's not going to be there. And even though he's not watching that, he's still going to watch that. He's, he'll, 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 no, I don't know, he'd rather, rather watch the Met game, probably. He's going to be a center of attention anyway, whether he's there or not. That's all we're going to talk about is Trump. I hear it. So I had to correct, though, that and I got live, live on Twitter, Tucker Carlson is going to be interviewing Donald Trump. There's not going to be a debate. It's just going to be a conversation. I don't know how it's going to work exactly. Um, tw uh, Tucker has been producing more and more stuff uh, on Twitter lately. I saw something last night from him with a general, which was very enlightening, about the Ukraine war. Very interesting angles. Um so all he did an interview with Vivek Ramaswamy, also very uh, informative and, and educational. I don't know how they're going to do it tomorrow night, but I would love to see them, love to see Tucker and Trump watching the debate together and commenting, commenting on it live as it goes by, play by play. And I'd love to see if they have pulled that off. Yeah, so basically I'm reading here, I'm reading here that uh, the New York Times has reported that former President Donald Trump will sit down with Tucker Carlson for an interview that could air on X, formerly Twitter, at the same time as the televised debate. So it wouldn't be live. It would be an interview with Donald Trump. He obviously has nothing to gain by joining that debate stage. His his numbers are far greater than anybody on that stage. He could only suffer from being on that stage with those with those names. So he's like, why why do it? Um, no, no. I'm just I'm I'm curious. I, now that we're getting into like election season, right? 2024 is the election, so we're almost a year away from it, November, right? Who do you see as a Democrat and a Democratic Party as as a challenger? I mean, I, I assume Joe Biden's going to run again. But is there anybody that's going to challenge Joe Biden or he's going to be the, the nominee? Well, you see, the, the Democrats uh, are corrupt as a unit, as a group. They're corrupt. They're not allowing anyone to challenge uh, Joe Biden. Kamala doesn't want to run for president? He they don't want her. She couldn't. She couldn't beat any Republican. Uh, they want to maintain power. I think that uh, Kamala is like out of sight. You don't see her anywhere. You don't see from her. You don't hear from her. You don't see from her. Robert F. Kennedy, which we talked about here, is a good, formidable uh, Democrat with a great name uh, for, for Democrats. But they won't. Uh, not only did they, they denied him Secret Service protection, even though his uncle John F. Kennedy and his father Robert Kennedy both murdered by assassins in the 1960s. And he's Robert F. Kennedy, very high-profile Democrat name. He uh, is running a campaign. He's pulling 20%, though uh, 
the uh, Democrats are ignoring him because they don't want anybody to run against uh, Joe Biden. Joe Biden is like one of the Muppets. You know, you got me a little bit hooked on Twitter, I have to tell you. On, on, on X, you mean? I with Twitter until... On X. I wasn't bothering with... I wasn't, wasn't bothering with until a few, a few weeks ago. But now, you told me a few weeks ago, oh, I get all my news from Twitter. I, I do. It, it's so it's such, it's such ridiculous things on there. You gotta, you gotta scroll through so much stuff to find something of substance. It's such ridiculous things. A lot of conspiracy, a lot of conspiracy theories. Yeah, a lot of conspiracy theories. You know, who 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 has time to entertain those uh, those those crazy ideas uh, and these things about people beating up each other and the fights in the McDonald's and the shootings? It's it's crazy, but. I see why people are addicted to it because it's it's just the craziness going on around us. You say uh, you, you say you say you say Shalaya guy in a different way after you see all that. Man, you know, I just uh, as you know, I just I came back. I was in Israel and Italy, as you know. I was way back, and I, I was wondering. I was telling somebody yesterday. I was wondering what are the what did, what does Shem need so many non-Jews in the world for? You have a whole country like Italy. One of the taxi drivers told me there's 57 million people living in Italy. You know, 57 million people. You know how many Jews are in Italy today? 30,000. No. Uh, really? And then it just it occurred to me, why do why you need so many non-Jews in the world? Why do you have to create a world with 7 billion non-Jews and just 13 or 14 million Jews? Yeah. I think that someday, he's trying to show us, someday our lives, even as our small numbers, are going to dominate like these big numbers dominate, if you know what I'm talking about. And that's the lesson that's trying to teach us. We have to have a little bit of a vision. We have to be able to see the future a little bit, take a little sneak peek into the future and see what the world could be like when when, when, when Am Yisrael and people with a halakhic and a Torah perspective uh, and inspired by Hashem Echad, Ushmah Echad, and be able to inspire by it, then you're going to see a, a world that what it should look like when it's dominated by billions of people. Anyway... Just a thought that I had back of a taxi in <laughs> Italy. I like that. I think I think it should be a, I think it should be a new series. Back of the taxi thoughts. You want to make a t-shirt? <laughs> you want to make a sweatshirt? It has to. Maybe they can make a new program. What's in the back, back of taxi? taxi. Yeah, back maybe. Of taxi. Well, those are our stories for today. Again, if you want to chime in on these topics, you can go ahead and go to speakpipe.com forward slash meaningful minutes. Send us a message if you're in Florida. If you were in Florida and you're sending your kids to yeshiva, is your yeshiva uh, taking advantage of this law and, and charging more for tuition? Um, or is it just not happening? Uh, do you agree with it? Do you disagree with it? Talk about, talk about parents like they're just going to lay down and take it. I mean, people people are not uh, were born yesterday. They're not going to allow that. They're going to rise up. They're going to protest. Uh, I don't know why the yeshivas would do it. Yeah. No. Oh, I don't, I, I'd be very surprised if there was something that was going to be happening across the board. I wonder if it would happen here in New York if it is. Of course it would. What do you think is going to happen? What do, like, what do you think would happen? First of all, really? It's never going to happen. It's, never gonna, it's not going to happen in New York because New York is, is dominated by Democrats. And they don't want to use state government, state, state funding for yeshivas, you know? Uh, for tuition anyway. I mean, they give them more and more services. you got to be grateful for services. They're giving us services with our money, and we have to be grateful. 
pay them the money and they're giving us services in return. Like busing. Grateful. Busing, uh, access to the facilities, books, taking books to the, to the yeshivas. Um, especially what access, what access to facilities are you talking about? Gyms. You know about gyms. No. No, Abba. I ran a sports league in the five towns. I ran a sports league in the five towns for 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 several years and we didn't pay we paid a lot of money to use those gyms. So we'd have access to those gyms. We paid for those gyms. What do we have access to? I think for paying the taxes we pay. I think the But you are you are the educational institution. I think the Shivas have uh, access to those gyms. All I'm saying, like, there's, there's, uh, there's always that discussion of like what happens in KJ, right? What happens in Curious Y'all, where they are the public school system, right? There is no, there are no non-Jews in the public school. Um, right. It's just Jews, right. and they're not paying tuition. It's just, it's, it's something public that school, other... It's a public school that dispenses Jewish education. Of course, they also yeah. have to meet the requirements of the state education department, which means unlike some of the schools in Williamsburg. Uh, or Muncie, they have to also teach math and reading. Well, that's that's an assumption. Some science. At least they have to have subjects that they can call science. You know, could be machine. Yeah, well, well, science. I'm just saying, again, in KJ, they're actually getting, you know, bang for their buck for the taxes they're paying. They're actually getting real access. Where in the in our in our in the five towns and in Muncie, it's it's like it, it's fake. You're paying, and you're just basically you don't get anything. But they don't bother you. You don't bother them. Uh, you get busing, I guess. Um, you don't get access to facilities. I don't think. And that's because you are uh, not accepting what they're offering. You're you're rejecting the education that they are offering, and rightfully so. We have to reject what they're offering, especially nowadays when the curriculum is becoming a lot more dangerous. Look what they're producing, number one. But I'm talking about 20 years ago. I'm not talking about today's uh, upside-down crazy world. 20 years ago, I'm talking about. You always rejected whatever they had to offer because it's not aligned with the Mistora of how you develop, uh, you know, a Ben Torah and, uh, uh, or a Bas Yisrael. And, and, and this, is, this is the course. This is the, this comes under the heading of, uh, you know, I'm serious nefesh. All right, well, that's today's episode of Daily Thread. Thank you, everybody.